Hey everyone, thank you for tuning in to the New Birth Podcast. There's a word of hope for you today, and we are excited for what God is doing here at New Birth. For more information, visit our website, nbplaceofhope.com. Now for the message by our senior pastor, Gabby Mejia. So I will speak today on I Will Praise the Lord, and I want to go, I want you to go with me to Psalms chapter 34. Psalms chapter 34. And David who was a man after God's heart. Now, this phrase is key. When it says he was a man after God's heart, he doesn't mean that David had heart, God's heart because God don't have a heart because God is a spirit. The key phrase is David was after. After. Not, the heart is not the message here. It's the after. The after has to deal with pursuing. After someone. I'm after God. I'm after God. And today God wants us to be after him. To pursue him. To do what he wants us to do. To do what he wants us to do. And so David was a man after God's heart. He says in Psalm chapter 34 verses 1 through 3. He says, I will bless the Lord at all times. Now, this, this, is, this is the conversation he's having with his trichotomy, body, soul, and spirit. He's not speaking to people. He's speaking to himself. He says, I bless the Lord every Sunday from 11.15 to 1.30. I will bless the Lord at all times. Now, understand, understand, David is a king. And as a king, he is running business. As a king, he is making rule. He is making legislation. He is making decisions for the entire commonwealth of his nation. He says, at all times, whether I'm leading, whether I'm in a meeting, whether I'm making laws, whether I'm sitting, whether I'm establishing authority, he says, at all times, his praise shall continually be in my mouth. He says, my soul shall make her boat in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Look at the power of praise. The power of David's praise impacted those who heard David praise the Lord. He said, my soul shall make her boast in the Lord and the humble shall hear thereof what? My praise to God and they will be glad. And then he says, oh, magnify and let us exalt his name forever. Oh, magnify. To magnify means to make great. And the question is, how can David make God bigger than what God already is? David can't make God big. Because last I heard, heaven is God's throne. The earth is God's footstool. David said, where can I hide from your presence? If I go to the deepest parts of the earth, you are there. If I go to the highest parts of the heavens, you are there. If I go as far the east as from the west, you are there. So how is it if God is as high, as deep, and as wide, how can David declare, I will magnify the Lord? And then he tells you and I, come, let's make God bigger. How can we make God bigger? If he's already as big as he's going to be. He becomes big 
in us. But that doesn't mean that your praise makes him bigger. Your praise gives you a bit of who he already is in you. Think of a magnifying glass. A magnifying glass, you take a magnifying glass, and what does the magnifying glass does when you put it in an object? It makes the object look bigger, right? But the object never changes its size. Your perspective on the object changed because you had the magnifying glass. When you praise God, you don't make God bigger. But your praise become that magnifying glass that allows you to see how big God is in the middle of your struggle. So if you don't praise, you will never magnify. And if you magnify, you'll never see how big he is. And if you don't see how big he is, you're always going to just thank him because he died on the cross. And that's more than enough reason to praise him. But I'm here to tell you, the more you bless the Lord and the more you praise the Lord, the bigger God shows himself in you. And the bigger God shows himself in you, you can say stuff like, who shall separate me from the love of Christ? He says, come, let's magnify the Lord with me. Let's exalt his name together. So my assignment today, and I am not pretending to preach the entire message in 12 minutes. My assignment today is to show you today seven types of expression of praise in the Bible. Now the danger of this is that once I expose you to it, you are responsible before the Lord to live out to those expressions. You can't, well, nobody told me how to praise God. I don't know. I'm teaching you today. And what I'm going to teach you is going now to commit you to be responsible for the Lord for what God wants you, his people, to do for him. Now, this is important because I want you to know praise is important to God. Somebody say amen. And if it's important to God, it has to be important to you. Okay? It's so important to God that when you open your Bible, the biggest book in the Bible is the book about praise. It's so important to God that the biggest chapter in the Bible is in the book that's the biggest book of the Bible that has to do with praise. So, 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 just by that alone, God is telling you, this matters to me. I like this. And David is the one who writes the longest book of the Bible, which is Psalms chapter 119. Now, he writes this by, he, he writes this chapter, and this chapter that David used to teach his son, who by the way, Solomon is the smartest king ever in the times of the Bible. The wisest man was Solomon. And I have to say that there is no coincidence that his wisdom was independent of himself. Obviously, God asked Solomon, what do you want? And he asked for wisdom. But where did that come from? I'm going to show you where it comes from. Because Psalms 119, David wrote this psalm, the longest psalm in the Bible. He wrote this psalm to teach his son the Hebraic alphabet. Let me write that. He, 
David said, I want to teach my son the Hebrew language, the alphabet of Hebrew. And this is how he did it. He said, he said I'm going to take every Hebraic letter and I'm going to start, I'm going to write a song. Why do you think when they teach us the ABC, they teach it to us in a song? A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K. A Q, R, S. A W, X. I said, now I know my next time, won't you? I said, next time, won't you? <laughs> In the times of the Bible, they will, learn, they will learn scripture through singing. So David says, I want to teach my son the alphabet. So that's why when you read the book of you're going to find out verse 1 through verse 8, right on top of that little paragraph, there's going to be a word that says Aleph, A-L-E-P-H, Aleph. What is Aleph? Aleph is the first letter in the Hebrew alphabet. So whenever you would read verse 1 through 8, the first word in verse 1 of Psalms 119 started with the letter Aleph. And that was how Solomon was learning the alphabet by learning about God. Then when you go to verses 9 through 16, you have on top of that paragraph the word B-E-T-H, which is Beth. That's the second letter of the Hebrew language. Verse 17, 24, you have Himel, G-I-M-E-L, G-I-M-E-L. Then you have verse 25 through 32, you have Daleth. Then you have 33 to 40, Hey or He. Then you have 41 through 48, Wow. Then you have 49 through 56, Zayin. And on and on and on until you get to verses 169 through 176, which is the last paragraph, which is the last letter, T-A-W-T-A, of the Hebraic alphabet. So Solomon learned the alphabet by learning to worship. And when you read Psalms 119, the core of that psalm has to deal with the word of God. Psalms 119.9, how can a young man keep his ways? By guarding the word. Okay? Psalms 119, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. The core of Psalm 19, 119 is the power of the word of God. Now understand this, when you use the word of God in praise, because Psalms 119 is a praise. David is teaching Solomon to praise with the word. He's teaching Solomon the power of praise interconnected with the word of God. That's why in this church, we're not singing songs just to sing them. Every song we sing has theology in it. Every song we sing has the word in it because we know as we praise God and we quote God on what he said, he is bound to move on behalf of his people. So they made a song containing every letter of the Hebraic alphabet. And then when Jesus shows up in Revelation chapter 20 verse 13, Jesus says, I am the Alpha. What is the Alpha? The Alpha is the first letter in Greek language. He says, I am the Omega. What is the Omega? The Omega is the last letter of the Greek language. So David is teaching his son A, B, C, D, E, F, G about God. Jesus says, I am the Word. By the way, I am the Alpha. I am the Omega. And from A, B, from a to Z, every letter in the alphabet, I am that. Understand this. So every word that comes out of your mouth, this is what Jesus is saying, every word that comes out of your mouth should be a praise. 
Because he says, I'm the alpha and I'm the omega. I'm every letter in the alphabet. So whenever you speak, speak to the glory of Jesus. Whenever you say something, say it to the glory of Jesus. And when you start understanding that content, you ain't got time to be cussing and lying and, and, and deceiving people. When you understand that God gave you your mouth and he gave you the capacity to speak so that whenever you speak, you speak unto the glory of God. Everything you say will give God glory, will give God praise, and he will be exalted simply by what comes out of your mouth. I want to talk about the first three of the seven expressions of praise. The first one is the word Barack. Somebody say Barack. Not Obama, Barack. <laughs> now what does Barack mean? Barack is a type of praise. Barack is the type of praise. But this type of praise literally means to bow down. To kneel before the Lord. By kneeling before the Lord. To bless God in motion. To confess, to thank, to use hands, or to bow a knee, or to... It's the kind of praise... I don't know if you've ever seen videos on Jerusalem... When people go to the wall of lament, the Jewish people, the Orthodox Jew, they go in front of the wall and they don't say nothing. This is what they're doing. You never seen them? And they're just moving. And they're just moving. But in their movement, that's how they are barocking God. It's, it, it, it's a physical entertaining with their mind. And without uttering a word, just by moving back and forth on the wall of Jerusalem, that's how they're praising and they're baracking God. There's no verbal exp expression in this barak praise. It's just a constant praise with physical movement. King David exemplified this type of praise, which is barak, when he wanted to build the temple in 1 Chronicles 28 through chapters 29. Listen to this. First Chronicles 29 and 10, he says, therefore David blessed. That word blessed is Barak. Therefore David moved before the Lord, before all the assembly, and David said, blessed are you, Lord God of Israel, our Father forever and ever. What did David do? David baracked the Lord before all of the assembly and ended up as praying, now let us all barack the Lord your God. Now, now I, 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 I'm bringing this point today because some of us feel that coming to church, there's no need to physically move and, and, and to sweat and to uh, uh, get, out of, get out of our composure. I'm here to tell you, there's a type of praise that God likes and that praise is Barak. God wants us, when we come to the house of the Lord, that we are in constant motion. If you notice, the Holy of Holies... The Holy of Holies and the Holy Place and the Tabernacle, there were no pews in the Holy of Holies. There were no chairs in the Holy of Holies. When you would go in the Holy of Holies, the last thing you would do is sit. You had to constantly be in motion. That's why the priest would sprinkle seven times the blood all over the house. That's why he would have incense and he would move back and forth. And that's why he had 120 bells in the bottom part of his ephod because he was designed to move in the presence of God. I'm here to tell you 
church, if you've been washed by the blood, saved by Jesus, and with the Holy Spirit, there's no reason why you come to church and don't open, lift your hands and clap your hands and move before the Lord. God is looking for a church that is worship, that is willing to say, if angels worship you, so will I. If creation worships you, so will I. He rocked the Lord. This phrase means to bow before the Lord. Psalms 95, 6 and 7 says, Oh, come, let us worship him. And bow down, let us kneel before the Lord, our maker. Why? For he is good. How many can say that God is good? How many know that God is good? So if you know God is good, get up on your feet. And I want you in the next 15, 20 seconds, I want you to Barack God. In the next 15, 20 seconds, I want you to Barack God. In the next 15, 20 seconds, I want you to Barack God. If you got to move your elbow, move your elbow. If you got to move your legs, move your legs. If you got to move your neck, move your neck. But let's Barack God because he's good. Because he's good. Because he's good. Because he's good. I will Barack the Lord. I will Barack the Lord. Come on, Barack, 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 Barack. Come on, Barack, Barack, Barack. Move, 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 move. Now, y'all not getting it. Y'all not getting it. No, no, no. I want you to move. I want to touch your neighbor. Move your neighbor. Move your neighbor. Move your neighbor. I'm going to I'm going to Baraka. I'm going to Baraka. I'm going to Baraka. I'm going to lift up my leg. I'm going to lift up my hands. I'm going to lift up my head fingers. I'm going to bless the Lord. I've come to Barack God. Somebody say Barack. Barack. Barack, say Barack. This is not a reaction. No, 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 no. This is a conviction. When, when, when you hear a gun in the air, what do you do? You react. But when you know God is in the house, you're not reacting. You're convicted that God is here. So you're going to lift up your hands. You're going to lift up your feet. You're going to give God the glory. Not with your mouth, with your body. Somebody shout, Barack! Now, the second, the second word I want to tell you today, one is Barack, which means to move. Because let me tell you how God is in motion. From Genesis chapter 1 till today, he hasn't stopped moving. The Bible says in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was dark and void. But then the Bible says, and the Spirit of God was moving upon the face of the wall. From the moment the Holy Spirit shows up, he hasn't stopped moving. He moved in Genesis. He moved in Exodus. He moved in Deuteronomy. He moved in Numbers. And he's moving today. The question is, is he moving in you? And if he is, let's Barack God right now. Papa, they didn't teach me that in the traditional church. But pastor, they didn't teach me that. They told me I gotta be quiet. You was in the wrong church all your life. Cause the Bible says, shout unto God all ye people. Because the Bible says, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Because the Bible says, open your mouth, stretch back your lips, and give God glory.
I want you to see it. I want you to see it. Right arm. Right? So we're doing Barak right now. We're doing Barak. The second word is the word halal. Somebody say halal. Come on, say it again. Which means to shine. It means to boast. It means to rave about someone. It means to celebrate to the point of looking like a fool. Okay. Yeah, I get it. Okay. Second Samuel chapter 6 verse 14 says, Then David danced. Take that word out. Then David halal before the Lord with all of his might. And he was wearing a linen ephod. David danced so crazy before the Lord. When his wife saw him, she saw him naked. But look what the Bible says in 1 Chronicles 16.4. He appointed some of the Levites to minister before the ark of the Lord to extol, to thank, and to halal the Lord and give God praise, the God of Israel. What am I trying to tell you? Verse 5 of chapter 23. 4,000 are to be the gatekeepers and 4,000 are to praise the Lord with the musical instruments I have provided for that purpose. What is David saying? I don't got to move back and forth. I want you to halal God. And even if you look like a fool, I want you to know that your king was looking like a fool. I want you to know that your king got talked about by my wife, but I'm still going to praise the Lord. Look at your neighbor. Tell him, tell him, tell him. I'm going to be as crazy as my pastor. Tell him. You thought David was crazy? His Levites were even crazier. I'm going to tell you. I'm looking for a church that is crazier than me. I'm looking for a church that when you come to the house of God, you don't care how you look. You don't care about your shoes. You don't care about your high heels. You don't care about your manicure, your hair. You come to give God the glory, the praise. Hallelujah. 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 Somebody say halal, halal, halal. Talk about me if you want. I'm going to halal God. You don't like the way I praise him? Too bad. I'm going to praise him. You might get an earache? Too bad. I'm going to praise him. Because where were you when nobody helped me? Where were you when I was in my mess? Where were you when I was in the field? Now that I'm king, I will halal the Lord. See, see, see. See, see, see. It's something about knowing where you come from that allows you to halal God. See, David wasn't afraid to go crazy before the Lord because David understood, wait a minute, the only reason why I'm is because God made me king. I'm not supposed to be a king. I'm not a descendant of royal lineage. I'm a shepherd boy in a farm. And while I was a nobody, the hand of God came over me. And while I was a nobody, the only thing I had was Barak praise and halal praise and when God found a praiser he took him out of the farm and put him in the palace you want God to promote you you know what the problem is many people think that to get where God wants you to go you gotta have a bachelor's degree a master's degree a PhD an XYD only none of that all you need is the heart of a worshiper. God can find a worshiper out in the field and pass the royal folk and make him a king. And when he's up here, 
He's not going to think he's better. He knows I'm here because of my praise. I'm here because of my worship. Listen to me, listen. I'm not your pastor because I got an MD. I'm not your pastor because I got a doctorate degree. I'm on my way to my master's. Three classes more to go. Somebody say, help me, Lord. I'm not there yet. But the reason why I'm here, it ain't because of accreditation. The reason why I'm here is because when I had nothing, I knew how to praise the Lord. When I was broke, I knew how to lift up holy hands. When I had no money, I knew how to praise God. When I didn't know what to speak, I would barack God. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. But I will praise the Lord. I'm going to tell you, praise the Lord at all times. So you got Barak. Remember, Father Abraham, you're moving, right? And then you got Halal. You're moving crazy. This, this is how church is supposed to look like. Crazy for the Lord. And then you got, I, I, I got seven, I'll just do three. And then you got Shabbat. Somebody say Shabbat. Somebody say Shabbat. Come on, say Shabbat. Here's what Shabbat means. To shout loudly or to command. So when I barack God, I'm in motion. I can't stand still. When I barack God, I gotta be moving somewhere. You can't be in God's presence nowhere. You can't be in God's presence and be still. You can't be in God's presence and be paralyzed. Barack, I'm in motion. Halal, I'm willing to look like a fool. And if you don't like that, I'm gonna Shabbat God and I'm gonna scream, yeah! Look what the Bible says. Psalm chapter 5, verse 11. But let all those rejoice who put their trust in you. Let them ever shout for joy because you defeated them. Let those also who love your name be joyful in you. Psalms 32, 11 says, Be glad in the Lord and rejoice, you righteous, and shout for joy. All you upright in heart, Psalm 17, 1 said, clap your hands, all ye people, shout to God with a voice of triumph. Do you understand what happens? Do you understand what happens when you shout? The book of Judges tell us that when the people of Israel were in front of the walls of Jericho, they didn't have much, but they had a praise and they started to shout. And while they were shouting, not before, not after, but while they were shouting, the walls began to fall down. You want your victory to come? Stop waiting for it to shout. Shout now. Praise now. Lift them up now. And the walls are going to come. 
So do you understand why we got to be loud? Look what Ezra chapter 3 verses 10 to 13 says. When the builders laid the foundation of the Lord, the priest stood in the apparel with the trumpets. And the Levites, the son of Asaph, oh, it's symbols. Somebody had a trumpet and somebody had a symbol. They had it to praise the Lord according to the ordinance of David. What am I trying to tell you? I told you that whenever a king spoke, whatever he said became law. David said, from now on, when you worship the Lord, I want you to have a trumpet in your hands and I want you to have a symbol in your hands. You don't understand what I'm saying. Let me tell you what that means. Whenever, 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 whenever somebody will blow the trumpet in the time of the, whenever they will blow a trumpet, it meant that the king was coming. And it also meant it was time to go to war. David tells his people, next time you praise, blow the trumpet. As if to say, in the middle of the battle, Jesus is Lord. In the middle of your fight, Jesus is Lord. When the enemy comes against you, Jesus is Lord. And then he says, and the Levites, the son of Asaph, with symbols to praise the Lord, according to David's ordinance. Listen to this. And they sang responsively, praising and giving thanks to the Lord. And this is what they said. For he is good, for his mercy endures forever. Then all the people shouted with a great shout when they praised the Lord because the foundation of the house was laid. Oh, I feel like preaching. You know why I praise God? Because two years and five months ago, God laid a foundation on this house. We're not where we're supposed to be. But when I look back at what the Lord has done in less than three years, three compacting the city, I got to praise the Lord with a trumpet in my hand symbol in another verse 12 but many of the priests and the Levites and heads of the father's houses old men where my old people at where my old people at you better praise God too who has seen them first the temple went with a loud voice when the foundation of the temple was laid before the eyes yet many shouted aloud for joy listen to this so that the people could not discern the noise of the shout from joy from the noise of the weeping of the people listen when we come to church there are some of us that come with joy and there are some of us that come hurting and they're both in the same house but when I bring my praise and you bring your pain God can take my praise and turn your pain into praise that's why you can't come to church with your mouth shut because your praise might be key to open the door from somebody crying your praise might be the door of deliverance we hope this message has inspired you. As a place of hope, our church is committed to reach our community. If you'd like more information about New Birth, visit our website at nbplaceofhope.com.